We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings 2022 Rocket Mortgage Classic Picks, Bets, Preview, One and Done, plus uh, some more bets on the docket at the time codes if you want to jump to anything. Reminder to play in the best tournament on DraftKings, the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League. League is now open. Link is down in the description. Go join right now, whether you're watching the vid or you're listening to the pod. Let's fill that up as quickly as possible. 2,000 spots this week, and I think... I have three, so there's not quite 2,000 left, and I'm dead money. So go join that as quickly as possible. It filled by, like, Tuesday afternoon last week, so you'll probably want to get on that. Smash a like to the episode. Give me your winner down in the description. And a programming note, because of some complications this week, Tambo and I are actually going live 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time Tuesday for the live chat, as I am not going to be around on Wednesday, so we'll do that, then we'll put football in that cuss corner Wednesday and Thursday. So keep an eye open for that. Remember to rate and review, download all the episodes. Even if you're not listening to them, download them. That helps out more than you could ever know. Let's get to it. Jeff, T4 Tony's all grown up. He's a big winner now. Yeah, that was nice to see. Despite not having any money on him and being pretty heavy on him at the open and having money on Griot, uh, for the brand, it was a great little weekend. Tony, Brooke, uh, really happy with the winner's circle. Tony, clutch on Sunday. Tony's non-major finishes, results, ball striking in the last three months is is unconscious. Um, if you just take out his majors and show his run of finishes and, and stats, it's, uh, un- it's like Tiger-like to a certain extent. Um, and yeah, happy, I guess. I was alone with the kids this weekend, so tired and beaten, but that was, I don't know. Uh, It's annoying to bet Griot, Pat, and then him come second place. Like, to have the courage to bet Griot, whatever. We move on. I was in the same boat as you this weekend. I I didn't get to, I watched a ton on Friday of the 3M, and then Piercy was running away with it. So I was like, yeah, screw it. I don't really feel like watching this on a Sunday. And then I got the notification that he he went bunk to bunk into the water, triple bogey, then all of a sudden Finau is winning. And I tune in, and the first thing I see is like, Finau from 35 feet, good. And it's just like, oh my God, this, this is really happening right now that, that Tony's going to go run away with this. But yeah, my wife was like, I wouldn't say deathly ill, obviously. She was ill oh, and be- bedridden for like two days just with extreme sickness. So I had the kids Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you know, I, I don't want to see them again for a while. <laughs> my wife was away at a spa that I guess she earned clearly with my leg and you know me liking to spend especially major weekends like secluded in the west wing like mr lebowski but uh yeah so it was just just me and i was trying to rent out the one healthy kid because one kid was really sick which made it really hard because couldn't like go anywhere as a group because i can't bring along this like yellow snot nose kid (laughs) and i'm trying to you know just protect the house and i'm being that annoying mom like just trying to like over fluid this child Oh my God! Uh, what? What? Whatever. 
really strange event like Piercy doing what he did. He burned a lot of people's Sungjae first round leader tickets. And then he just wouldn't go away. He was making all these great up and downs, all these pars. I guess in hindsight, like in the moment, we can make a joke that both Finau won, both guys tripled. But Finau also like took a back nine and went unco- I don't want to say unconscious, but borderline for a certain freaking point and won it. But a really awkward tournament in the sense, Pat, that it was like over for so long. And then it was competitive for about 14 minutes. And then it was over again. <laughs> like it got like Piercy was running away. It got really close. And then we saw Piercy screw up. So it was like super close and fun. And then Grio and screws up and Finau keeps making birdies. So it was like really exciting for about nine minutes. Do you so, know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't, it, it, I, like, I, I literally watched like 20 minutes of it. I, I think I saw, no, the, but I, mean, I like, missed the competitive Piercy's, part. No, I, I know exactly what you mean. You don't need to like, explain wh- it. Just it. when you thought it was going to be good again, Fino just kept making insane birdies and Grio makes another bogey or didn't capitalize. So it was like instantly three shots again with so few holes. Um, but good to see Finau now stacking wins in seasons, which is nice. Something I was, we thought he should do and he's going to win again next year. So it's going to be fun. Might win again. This, many might, guys are going to win three seasons in a row. Might, might win again this week. Who knows? Could do it. He's really interested in stacking FedEx cup points. Uh, is he a pen- potential withdraw here? I don't know. Cause he was like right on the bubble of FedEx cup, Pat, or not nope. right on the bubble. Right on the bubble of Eastlake. And I even heard the announcers early in the week talking about his schedule being like, he's really like grinding, like Scotland to Detroit, Minnesota, right before the FedEx Cup. So maybe I'm just blindly thinking there could be a withdrawal or he's just going to live the moment. I'm not, I'm not sure. But he wanted to get off that 30 bubble, um, which for players of his caliber is as important as the jobber staring at one, two, five. A hundred percent, especially if he's going to jump to live, then he wants to cash in on those FedEx cup points and get the payout at the end of the year. They're all, you know, yeah, I don't know. Have your cake and eat it too. One last um, time. That's a whole other conversation. I've got live bets. I've got some live, um, feelings but they might be the event that has my attention this week mainly because it's the event that there's bets i'm more comfortable making (laughs) yeah well we get to just like break down the field at the rocket mortgage this is just i just looked at the leaderboards from like the past three years of like the inception of this tournament and it's just an absolute crapshoot like there's no distinct skill set that prevails here it's who is good at putting from inside 10 feet they're probably gonna win (laughs) So, like, me thinking Adam Scott might present an opportunity, might not. Like, that's probably really silly. I know. Let me see where Adam Scott ranks in the the 5 to 10 foot range. Let's see. Uh, He is 50th in this field over the past 50 rounds. Fun times. Yeah, no. um, Do you think that that Piercy intentionally tanked it because someone got in his head that it was actually called the 5G Open, not the 3M Open? I don't know that that Piercy was a ride, man. He was a ride. Like you really thought he was fine when he makes the birdie on twelve. I'm literally, I'm sure there were a lot of golf dads. Like he makes that birdie on twelve, and we're like, okay, we can go to the park. And then like you get reports like, holy crap! And then like I joke, you get home, and now Fino's up three. Like, all right, let's walk back to the park. <laughs> um. I don't I don't know. I was so impressed. I thought he was dead. I thought he was dead with the blisters. Oh, I I mean, I'm so mentally weak. Like if my foot's bothering me and I'm golfing, Pat, golf is so hard to begin with. That was a scene in and of itself. My club, an old man would have reported you for walking on a green with one shoe on. Really? I'm I want to save it because I don't want to get into it now, but I had two incidents in my return to golf, which is going great. Uh, one out there on a public course, one out there on, on my private course. Um, 
so yeah i don't know i almost like want to save it for cuss to like uh be part of because they're kind of evergreen conversations but if the show i feel doesn't hold its own maybe we'll have to go back to it i mean we, we can consider it a tease we, we can always just make this one a quick one there's no reason to belabor the point let's get right into the rocket mortgage i mean there's not really anything to talk about at the 3m all i know is that if i had just played on DraftKings, sung jay instead of hideki i would have won a ton of money but i didn't so i didn't so that's where i landed this week yeah, I don't really have a ton of uh, thoughts on the on the three M. So I'm I'm happy to move. I liked some results. Like will it play nice? Uh, made a lot on Grio props. Always thought maybe he could do it. It's so silly. Back to back T twos for Grio is he is like the poor 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 man's finau. Like as I was watching it yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, but Tony isn't he? No, is no, I no, I that's not fair whatsoever. They they share very few similarities. Like Fina. No, get... I mean in terms of like can't win, never win, and then gets close again and still can't win. Uh just in like that respect. And I thought he was gonna be good. When we started doing the show, he might have won the week before. <laughs> yeah, he, he won the fries.com in 2014. And that was his first start on the PGA tour. Hasn't won since. Yeah, we might have done a season preview or something, and he had just won, and we were both like, oh, those guys might win big boys. I was always like, that's going to win some big boys. Um, clearly not. Clearly not. But he played fine. He just made triple E. He responded to that nice, which was good. Um, yeah, my closing three, I have note. Thank you, Brendan Todd, for finishing double-double and allowing me to win my tournament Nick Hardy head-to-head -head by one stroke. Thank you. I was surprised that Nick Hardy played so poorly. I bet on Nick Hardy last week and just, I was happy he made the cut, but I don't know. He had nothing going for him. It was weird. I don't know. I enjoy that course though. We'll make fun of the field again next year. Coming out of the open, it's going to be a field to make fun of, but I, I enjoy it. And you saw it Thursday. Like when that thing can play tricky, the doubles and the triples and, 100 degree you're plus four and you got like a chafe on the scale of 12 a 12 on a scale of 10 like that's not a fun place to be but like that par five that brings doubles and eagles into play uh a fun a fun layout i really do enjoy watching that tournament and you always know that blow up is there. So, and it happened. It happened to both guys in the final group, I guess. And look, man, Hideki made it. I, I, Hideki was probably trying to get out of Dodge, but going back to back to back water on the eight, well, his ninth hole, the 18th hole. And, and it's funny because at that point, like he was at plus five or plus four. He got back to plus four. Then if he doesn't withdraw, he probably ends up making the cut. Yeah, you would, you would think that he could have easily posted a number to get to plus one um it was definitely would have been there for him uh. all right rocket mortgage from detroit uh much better field this week than we had in minnesota it's funny that the at least the canadian open used to have its stalwarts that uh, the contractually obligated rbc guys that would have to play the week after the open when it had that spot on the schedule but now like this this rocket mortgage field's a real field yeah uh, we lose Bryson. We lose Wolf. I guess Ricky is back. Is, is Ricky not joining the Live Tour? Like, did they re revoke the offer? What happened to this? I don't know. Maybe one last have your cake and eat it, too, um, from all these guys. I'm not really sure about that, though. He just got playing with uh, – I saw he was out with at the, before the Scottish with JT and Speed. They probably talked him out of it. They're like, you have more money than all of us anyway. Why do you need to go? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure, because um, he kind of said he doesn't like want to be a champions tour golfer. Like, I, I, I don't. I don't know. And I mean, that'd be so far away. But I mean, like, kind of make comments like I don't want to golf my whole life, and that made me think he was for sure taking it. We know that, it, like, it's not like Puma has walked away from Bryson, um, and that's another note. I mean, some corporations have walked away from guys, Pat, like the corporate sponsors. I've yet to see an incident where the, um, the equipment or right. None of those guys have left. So they've maintained all, all, all that stuff. Um, I don't know about Ricky though. I have no, I have no idea. 
Detroit Golf Club is actually 36 holes, and like they're doing to your course for the Canadian Open next year, they're just like merging and making their own holes at this course. But it's a Donald Ross design, almost 7,400 yards, par 72. It's a short course. Anyone can kind of get there. I think because we saw a Bryson Wolf finish one of the years, that's like, oh my God, the Bombers are just going to eat this place alive. They might, but also Brian Stewart might eat this place alive too. Like, who can make those putts from inside 10 feet? That's all that really matters at the end of the day. As John Rahm would point out, it's a fucking putting contest is what this tournament is. It can be kind of fun. Remember last year, Cam Davis, who's now the defending champ, he was like plus 500 on the 71st hole. Then he chipped in for eagle from the bunker. And then it was all over. We had Neiman running hot. We had Coke Rack running hot. But nope. Cam Davis cashed a big ticket. I don't know if you would bet him that week. I know a lot of people did. I didn't. But did you have the Cam Davis ticket? Yeah, that was the triple digit beauty last yeah. year. Maybe even won 20, 25. And that might have even been on the low end because it got steamed. For a, for a north of 100, it was felt as public of a 100 to 1 plus winner as we've kind of seen in the space. I'm sure in recent memory, I'm sure someone will throw something else. Um, I feel like K.H. Lee, the year his first win, I feel yeah. like people were on that again. I wasn't, but the, st- the sink win was pretty big. Also, that Tyndall tip, like uh, you know, people trust Dave, and he's great at what he does, and he had that great like correlation of tind- of sink out of major. Yeah, that's not a real correlation. You understand that's not a real correlation, right? That that that's it's not a. Yeah, correlation. I know. No, he, he finished twenty uh, seventh was... the week before. Therefore, he's going to win. Yeah, it worked no, out. But that's not a real Stewart... thing. No, it's not. But it's not. It's not real. Clearly you, no, no, real. no. You think but it's real. Stuart Sink. No, you think it's real. Stuart Sink, it's not like he'd been playing for four years. Like the sample size of a player. Yeah, you're trying to you're trying to justify a random occurrence into like, no, that's a thing. I think it's a little more than random. You guys either play well out of majors or they don't. I'm sure there's guys that are horrible out of majors and they've continued. And at that number, it was a nice shot. It was a nice tout. That's all I'm saying. It was it a good like run. It, it was We're a good turning goal. this into more than it needs to be. All I know is if I want to bet freaking McCarthy or Kisner, it's under 40 to one with good players here. I know. I was like, a- so who are the bad players who putt well, maybe? Because I just got to be low exposed and hope to get lucky. That was my strategy last week. Almost got lucky with Willett, but I'm overexposed in Bedminster. So. nothing here comes off the page maybe it's like golf fatigue as we're hitting august pat once it hits august 1st i'm allowed legally i'm allowed to just daydream about it okay well once the clock hits august i allow myself to to do things i don't allow myself to do before august you're gonna just daydream in our chair go first downs and touchdowns and fourth downs that hopefully go properly but we're a week away sure i i mean i don't give a shit about the the preseason i i i remember no i just mean i don't care about preseason i just mean like you've already turned on your football clock you've put out content great stuff i've not turned on my clock um i've tried to rev it up it seems like people really like the detroit lions speaking of detroit holy shit dan campbell 18 to 1, 20 to 1 to win coach of the year. People bet the shit down of that. Apparently, I missed 60s, 40s. Not to say I would have bet it anyway. So I'm going off on a tangent, just ready for something else. But I we're in Detroit, and I cannot believe the steam the Dan Campbell coach of the year train is getting. Good for good for them, I guess. You want to good for them. Yeah, people love them. So for our content i was thinking about starting next week with me you and cust and then we'll just kind of ride it through through the season <laughs> yeah we're, i'm ready to like there are things i don't know when it's actually time to do the win total stuff we'll but... do those we'll do that later like mid-august but i think we can start with yeah. our show we got to rank the quarterbacks again that was a fun show last year yeah that was fun that was fun <laughs> you don't remember it do you <laughs> yeah i remember forgetting about dak and maybe this year not even being that big a deal like if you reshow the list and i don't have dak on it man it's not even a big deal yeah. Yeah. i forgot about him last year the favorites this week oh actually you mentioned kisner are there any uh fa- like popular bets that you can just imagine right away that everyone's gonna like what are the community popular bets that you see on this board i, I mean like there's no way people are running to cam young at 18 to 1 yeah I um 
I don't know, maybe back to Davis Riley. I have no, like I said, I gave you my debrief on the weekend. I like went to bed. So as people were talking this thing up and who they were hoping for last night, I slept right through it. Troy Merritt could be popular here, Pat. That's weird to even verbalize. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, but I imagine McCarthy and Kisner, but they're short. The books man. aren't letting you catch, catch something. Embarrassing numbers. Oh man, Danny McCarthy, ugh, thirty-five to one at DraftKings Sportsbook. What's Kisner thirty-five to one? Like, I don't know if I'm going to get there. But in my mind, what's the difference between Denny McCarthy and Kevin Kisner and the difference between Kucher and Webb, who are 15 points more? Yeah, that's totally um, fair. I guess in some respects, recent results. All right, Didn't cool. Kisner have a really nice, I know, because he hit me some props and things um, at the open. That was a strong finish. And this just screams McCarthy in an event that, like also feels like there's break or like um you know first win people like to be on it but i don't i don't disagree with that assessment at all i mean kids has gone on sixth you've honestly got me now i'm so far down the board where ricky fowler at 100 to 1 on DraftKings actually doesn't feel that crazy if that putter of old can get kissed yeah i'm just looking at cooch right now i mean the approach play hasn't been great but he's made what eight cuts in a row a couple top fives he has a few top 20s it's been a little bit worse he's played the memorial pga and the scottish like those were all pretty stacked fields this is not a stacked field it's just i, I don't see a ton of difference kisner's a better player than cooch at this point but cooch is probably still like in terms of could they actually win i still think i would feel better with coocher than denny like denny at 35 is what i'm saying like if it was denny at 80 that would be different but Denny McCarthy at 35 is like, yeah, not only does he have to putt, he still has to do the other things well. He can't just putt his way to victory and be like a goober with the driver and the irons. That's not going to work. Okay, that is fair. But now let me just ask you this question. If he was like 45 to 1, no. would would you want to? No. Like, I'm just saying, like. No. It's, okay, no, that's, that's fair because I don't like. I get mad when I like overreact to like five points or seven points when, you know, the guy, like if that's all like some, maybe I'm overthinking it um, in, in some respects, there is a big discrepancy in the Keegan market, Pat. Uh, I don't know if he can hit enough putts, but I'm seeing him as low as the mid thirties, as high as like into the fifties. Um Really random event. It's so weird to think my eyes go to Troy Merritt, who I don't even like. Like that's how sh it's not even that the field is shit. It's that I don't, uh, I, I can't pick up a scent. I'm like a, I don't know. I'm like a drug sniffing dog who can't find anybody in the airport right now. I think that's completely fair to be perfectly honest with you. I'm going to bet this one right now. Cause I see the number and I'm like, really? Cause DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's get to the favorites. Talk about the faves. And this name is going to come up. And he's the one who, when I ran the numbers that I'm looking for this week, and Donald Ross, not necessarily like a Donald Ross crossover, but someone who plays like classically designed courses. Oh, I know where you're going. Really well. But the favorites right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, Cantley leads the market. He's 8-1. to one. Will Z is 12-1. to one. Home is 14. Fino is 14. Cam Young is 18. Let's talk about those five guys. I see Max Homa at 27-1 to one somewhere else. I think that Max Homa is... I mean, I get why he's not the favorite because Cantlay is here, but I think that he has the best chance to win this tournament. Based on what he does well, this course is perfect for him. Uh, yeah, as soon as, as soon as you said Donald Ross and his and uh, classical courses, I knew exactly where that was going. And I can't really argue with that opinion. It's A, I like to try to bet on good players and the other ones seem too short. And Max Holm is a player that I, I trust. Uh, 27 to one seems fair. I'm not betting on, uh, I'm not betting on Cantley Finau or Zalatoris. I've already missed a Finau win. Like if he's going to get two, I'll just feel like vindicated in my fandom and miss, miss it. And now that major season is over, I'm not, I, 
like Will Zalatoris has to be at a fair number for me to bet him. I'm not. I'm not betting this. So I'm here, not. So here's what I think that a lot of people will look at, and here's what I think that the difference is between this week and last week. Obviously, this field is a lot stronger, but Finau barely gained any strokes. Like he finally gained some strokes putting towards the at the back nine, like you mentioned, and that was enough. I think for the week he gained. Let's see here, point eight strokes putting. For the week. He lost three on Saturday, I think. Yeah, like he was very poor with the putter. He gained almost 17 strokes tee to green, so that's going to obviously work out in your favor. That's always the key. The difference being is that just when you think about the two courses, yeah, like if you had ran a hot putter last week, like who had the hot putter last week? It was Scott Piercy. Piercy gained nine strokes putting. The moment that failed him, he was done. And then like he hit into the water and like the approach play didn't go. Kelly Craft, Paul Long Dong, Paul Barjan. Putnam, Poston, I mean, none of those guys came inside the top 10, except for Scott Piercy. Last week is a very good example of what is, as we should look for in the future, because there's so many blow-up holes with water and long iron shots, especially into a lot of those holes, is a pure tee to green week, where you can get by with a really crappy putter. TPC Southwind uh, is, another, is another place. Let me fucking finish. And the next week, here at the Rocket Mortgage, there is no trouble off the tee. You can bomb and gouge if you want to. You can drive it to 70 yards of the hole. You're not in fear of putting it in the water. However, you have very few long iron shots at this hole, unless they're going into par fives, going for the greens. So you have your shorter hitters can still get into decent range. They're not 185 out. They're 145 out. That's what makes this a putting week over something like the 3M, where once you start bringing longer irons into play, that's a bigger boost for the ball strikers, the great tee to green players. And that's not to say you can't have a great weak tee to green and win with a poor putting performance here. You could just put everything to five feet, make half of them, you'd still be good to go. But that's just pretty unrealistic as we think about it. That's why you're going to see just weird players pop up on the leaderboard here by riding a hot putter and with a really good approach week out of nowhere because they're really dialed in from 135 this week and they're just some like bottom of the tier bottom of the barrel player that runs the hot putter and has good wedges you just didn't have that circumstance that last week at the 3m at this core at that course whereas this course uh, i feel like that's going to be obviously what's going to happen here and that kind of mitigates the skill gap that's why i wouldn't want to go to the very top of the board like i wouldn't want to bet max homa at the 14 to 1 27 to 1 at a place that is open 365 days a year far more compelling to me, because I know that his approach play and his putting can click in the same week and he can go beat the crap out of all of these guys. But that doesn't mean, I'm just circling down here, that Kelly Craft can't win this tournament. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's a very well said course uh, dichotomy breakdown from the week to week that we do have here. And I just mentioned, sorry, I didn't mean, I wasn't trying to interrupt, but I threw it hoagie because last week a lot of people who I trust were betting him. The number was big and when I ask for explanations, they're like, he's going to keep the ball clean. He's great long iron player. Um, and outside of the elites that finished at the top, it was Hoagie a- and Grio. I think were the next, me- 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 bleh, next man up. So yeah, this does feel like uh, it's got some MX vibes. And we see Nate Lashley win like literally off uh an alternate or a last second entry in the inaugural version. Not only did Nate Lashley win as an alternate into this field? So no one bet on him because he wasn't offered in the market. He, he also went wire to wire that year. So he killed all the first round leader bets because no one could bet him. <laughs> what a scene. That's like uh roulette landing on green, double green, triple green at some places now, which is outrageous. That's pretty wild. Um, so they, they take it all. They take it all. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm not good at betting like events where I've just got to be so random in some sense with my bets. And also, Pat, I feel like it's time for a, like a number to hit. So you could correct me instantly because I'm sure I'm forgetting something. But when's the last time like a number hit on tour? Cage Lee? Feels like on- every- Cage Lee on the repeat? Feels like a long time ago. Like, the good players have just been winning um, the golf tournaments. Yeah, and Cage Lee had to outspeed JT, Decky, just like, uh, yeah, yeah, just like had Piercy done, I guess he would have had to nip 
him and and Fino in the end. Uh, I would say the last. You know what? The last big one that everyone was on, me excluded, because I was not, was Spawn when he won. Yeah, I wasn't on that, but um, those that was the week after the major. Both of those events either boarded a major, which sometimes bring out some weirdness. Um, yeah, I guess it's time to to just chuck and get lucky. I don't like these events. I like overbetting good players, but there's really not an ability to do that. And the only good fair player it seems like to bet you made a great case on in that 27 seems seems strong. I'm not going in front of it, and I don't want to bet these these Kisners and McCarthy's at 35s and 40s. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's not in me. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's go to the 20 to 50 range. Then you got Maverick McNeely, Adam Scott, Keegan Bradley at 35 to 1, as deep as 50. In other places, Cam Davis, Kevin Kisner, Adam Hadwin, Davis Riley, Chris Kirk, Tringali, The Galaxy, woo, Kim, Matt Kuchar, Webb Simpson, and that's the entire list of players inside that range. I do have money on Cameron Davis. We talked about it on last week's show that a certain place had the advanced market on people to repeat as winner. I bet Cameron Davis at 50 to 1. I put that in the newsletter, which you should all go subscribe to, down in the description. Although, I might not actually have one this week because I'm going to be in Montreal and I probably don't feel like writing a newsletter. I'll probably get to it anyway. I'll get bored during the afternoon and throw it out there. Who knows what's going on? It might be a bit too hot. have to stay in the air-conditioned room for a little while before I go out. But that was in there last week in that advanced market. He was 50 to 1 and I just looked at it and I think that we talked it through that he's not going to be 50 to 1 next week. He's going to be like 30 to 1 or worse, depending on what happened. And at DraftKings Sportsbook, he's 35. I've seen him at 28 at other places. So I have the 50 number. I don't feel great about it, but it's he's playing good golf at the moment. Like, not great golf, but good golf. Mm, I would you love that K.H. Lee magic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. I, 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 I'm not besmirching it. It's not a number I think I'd even be running to make at 50 today. Really? Uh, other than it would represent some like CLV, uh, yeah, that's that's not bad. I'm staring at DraftKings now. We're sticking in front of sixty. I can't believe Chris Kirk at forty. Pat, I don't know, man. Like I've never done it. Should I like not make a PGA bet this week? If you don't listen, I always you think I have the willpower. Do not, um, do not. I don't have it. But if there's ever a week, it's not even to insult the field. I, I I can't, I can't feel it. I can't. Henley at fifty five. I just crossed fifty. Woodland at fifty five, crossing fifty so, again. What, if why are we crossing fifty if we haven't crossed fifty on the rundown? Staring at the sorry because I'm sick of saying there's nothing I like. Then just then you only have to say it once and we can move on. That's fine. Thank you move on let's cross 50 so woodland tom kim they're all here who do you like henley woodland uh potentially mac hughes i mean like somewhat of an attention grabber go back to nick hardy felt it last week now we get the 80 here (laughs) 
I, I'm doing that with Goderup. I'm going back to Goderup at 80. It's, round one keeps killing this dude. Uh, it happened to him when he missed the cut at the Barbasol. It happened to him last week. He ended up rallying to make the cut. But overall, in his 24 weighted rounds so far, like you just, even putting from like five to 10 feet, he's pretty good. He's top 10 in opportunities gained. He's like the homeless man's Cam Young right now. And on the opposite of that, I don't know that anyone this might be a real embarrassing take Sunday night. How do you go back to Svensson in a five foot to eight foot, ten foot, four foot putting contest? You don't. It's the same reason like I would go back to Brennan Steele this week because the what I explained earlier about putting mattering less at something like the 3M. Now, when you lose six strokes in two rounds on the green, you're not going to win or make the cut is what happened to Brennan Steele. But when you need to light it up and gain nine strokes this week, he's just, that seems, it, it's plausible. It just seems very unlikely that the really crappy putters are not going to prevail here. That that seems to make um, a lot of sense. How deep on the wagon are we going to go? Goderup's 100 to 1. Yeah, I, I want to play him with the top five, so I'll take the 75 on him. Uh, so that's what I was looking at. But the 100 to 1, I think, is a nice number. Or if he's one to bet the top five, uh, we're still up some Goderup's money from his top five at the John Deere. Another sort of birdie fest. And he hasn't proven himself to be a bad putter yet. It's sort of like hot and cold, hot and cold, hot and cold, that I'm not willing to lump him into the Steel, Svensson, Luke List type territory. Like, sometimes you see it and you're like, ugh. That doesn't look good at all, but he's he's rattled in enough that I, I think it can work out here for him, and he continues to strike his irons really well. So if he can continue to be over all of the pins, I feel like his good putting week can lead to a victory at something like this. And we're finally getting back at deep odds again. Like, this is back where he was at the John Deere, which I'm very comfortable with. Uh, did you get to watch any of Saturday's coverage? No, not on Saturday. Oh, okay, because you missed it. They were uh, Ian Baker Finch for about two hours was highlighting this player I've never heard of before, Jason Sig. <laughs> Jason Sig, good. Wait, is he some sort of amalgamation of Jason Day and Grayson Sig? I don't know, but they, he was playing great, and they kept going back to him. And you'd think after the first time they called him Jason, someone would have corrected the guy. In real time, DraftKings Sports, oh, it's back now. Did someone just withdraw? Because the, the winner odds went down for a second, and now they're back. Maybe they aren't. I'm th uh, hold on. I want to circle back. I'm thinking about Webb. At this big of a number? Why not? Seems like a, a nice opportunity for him. I He was finding his game, then people got on him again, and he let them down. I've really been so out of sight, out of mind with Webb. I, I rarely ever consider betting him but yeah you've made a valid case um i, I think you're gonna see not ne not necessarily like direct correlation between this week and next week but it's really strange to have donald ross courses back-to-back -back weeks so i do think that people who play well historically at the Wyndham do have more of an opportunity here i think that they're just very familiar with the way that these greens are designed how the layout sets up and like i said with webb like you don't need to be a bomber here. Just hit your wedge as well. He does that. Can he run the putter real hot? Yeah, we know he can do that. We see it at the Wyndham every single year when he does it. So I think that he's, now that he's fallen back in terms of the odds, like if this was this time last year, Webb would be 14 to 1 to win this tournament. And I get that he hasn't played well, and he had been playing a little bit better until the Open, and I was someone who went down with the DraftKings ship with Webb Simpson. It was a bad back nine on Friday, which did him in. You know, shit happens. But he's 50 to 1. He's not a favorite in this tournament. Um, I gotta tell you, after doing a little shopping, I'm gonna be silly enough to probably bet Adam Scott at 37 to one. Okay. Any reason why? Uh, he's playing well. I trust him. I I think it, hasn't he won the Wyndham? He lost in the playoff to Kisner last year in the six man playoff. Oh, he missed a baby. Oh, he'll do it again. <laughs> oh, my God. Just when you're like, I want to bet Adam Scott, and then you think of the course comp, and you're like, oh, but he missed a literal, like, he missed a Max Homa for the win, except Max Homa got to beat Finau in the playoff type putt. Oh, man, do I remember that. That's what caused the playoff. 
No, that no, was no, that was that was in the first hole of the playoff. Oh, oh, he missed a baby. Yeah, I just recall everyone was on Rogers Sloan that week, and he <laughs> and Russell Henley, and they both. I, I don't know if Sloan made the playoff or not, but I remember Henley missed it by a stroke because he like three putted the seventy second hole. Okay. Um, okay. Still, I, I might go. Still, there. you're doing it anyway. <laughs> Fuck it, do it anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone's maybe looking for these breakthroughs. Maybe like a Scott Webb play some vets if you want to yeah i mean the keegan odds what are are the best keegan odds that you've seen 50 i think paul was talking to you about them before yeah i think you can get that like uh enhanced win up to 50 i'm looking at that right now so i bet alex smalley at 66 to 1 with an each way that was one that stuck out to me right away. I really liked how he had played in Scotland. And I just remember him from the Wyndham last year. I had no fucking clue who this guy was. And I'm just watching. Remember they showed like all of his shots? I think he's a member at Sedgefield. Uh, that's the reason why they continued to show him. But he has back-to-back top 20s, a 10th of the Genesis. The putter, I worry. Like he's not the type of player that I really want to go in on. But I've seen enough positive performances from him on the greens. They just haven't been lately. He putted well at the Scottish. He putted well in Mexico. He putted really well at the Valspar. He putted really well at the Genesis. And if we go back to the Wyndham from last year, he was 29th and gained almost five strokes putting. That He has that in him, and I think the ball striking is working out really well for him right now. And if he plays well at Wyndham, maybe that can translate over to the Rocket Mortgage. And I think that 66 is, I mean, it's 80 at DraftKings Sportsbook. But again, I wanted to take the top five placements as well. I want to get those placements with a lot of these guys that, you know, I don't want to have a near miss with Alex Smalley and get left with $0 when he comes in third because he blows it coming down the stretch. I'm willing to divvy up my money on a player like that instead of taking the full 80. I was going to mention um, the 80 available. I, that, I, it's hard to disagree with that logic in a bit of a wild card event, but I'm always a sucker for that big. um, And listen, you win more than I do. Uh, I just tend to have more middling weeks than you. When you win, you win big and it covers you and you win more than I do. I have a lot more tread water weeks where, you know, I have a guy who comes inside the top five and, you know, he gets a split of a placement. It covers my week and I just move on to the next one. Um, how good of a putter is Kurt Kitayama? He's hit or miss, really. I mean, you watch him and you're like, man, this guy can't make a putt. I don't know if he's going to go out and win. Like His win's on the Euro Tour. I think he won like Oman. That was against a really weak field, though. Like hard courses? I feel like hard windy is where you want Kiriyama. Yeah. Okay. Seeing just uh, 100 in front of him and, you know, when you don't like much, uh, will it at 100? But if we're going for the putter, Pat, I don't know how deep we can find it with placings. Uh, I haven't researched the market. 180 to 1. So we're above 100 now? Oh, sorry. thought once we hit it. Nope, we can didn't do it. No, we'll didn't go. We'll, we'll go We'll go 100 plus. Give me 180 to 1. Hit me. Uh, Bohoss. <laughs> okay. As long as he doesn't hit an OB off the tee, uh, and sometimes he's allergic if he gets himself in contention. But uh, Bo Haas, 180, uh, the Smother Man, uh, 125, 125-er. What is it about Smotherman that you like? I keep betting him. Okay. He was pretty good tee to green last week, just across all the board. He gained, he finally gained strokes putting. He went on like three in a row where he dropped a bunch at the Travelers, John Deere, and Barbasol. Uh, he missed two of those cuts, but he got himself back into the positive territory in putting last week. That's always nice like, to see. So I know you mentioned there's a big course dichotomy um, between this week and last week. So, like, things that made you like a player last week should really have no bearing, potentially, on you wanting to like a player, go back to a player. No, 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 no. I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think there's certain types of players that you don't necessarily want to go back to. Okay, sorry. So, now I'm going to put one out who I'm seeing, you know, as high as 250 to 1 when you bet him last week at 125, and that would be Garrick Higo. Oh, my guy. 
He was like six. He was, I just, but a lot like what you just said with Smotherman is the reason that I keep betting Higo. It's just like, yeah, because I, I bet him. He's played like absolute garbage. I don't so much as bet um, Smotherman, but I just, I don't know. He's always seems to be in all lineups I'm making and find his way in some prop stuff uh, that, that I am up to. Um, and in a field with so few guys that I actually do like to bet his name did shoot up but also you know me pat sort of like Seamus power sometimes like a name can just make you attractive to me sure uh, it's fine i just want to look at keegan keegan is currently inside the top 15 in putting over the past 24 rounds hmm. oh man keegs where are we? we're in the northeast Aren't we, although we've had this discussion before people have yelled at me for for kind of disputing Detroit's Midwest status. Detroit's but. also not in the fucking Northeast. You know where the Northeast is? Maine. You can't be in the Northeast if it takes you a fucking three-hour flight to get to the actual East Coast. <laughs> is Toronto in the Northeast? No. No, Toronto is not in the Northeast. Toronto is basically in the center of Canada. <laughs> it's slightly east of center. But, yeah, ca- but but Canadians don't acknowledge anything left or east of Montreal, so they think that Montreal is the East Coast. So therefore, then Toronto. Toronto's not even on a fucking. It's nowhere near the ocean. <laughs> yeah, northeast. Yeah. Ten hour drive from what? So, to to the ocean. Yeah, from like Toronto to like the ocean. The fastest way would probably be to like go like New York, maybe. Yeah, and trying it'd be to get like to... ten hours. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, not a short trip. You can call. Listen, by by the way that people talk about geography, sure, call it the Northeast. Uh, but you know, in actual geography, is not in the Northeast. It's like yeah, under, I understand that. Uh, but I guess in like sporting terms, Toronto has been like for some reason. Well, I mean, it's close enough. Like, New York's in the Northeast, and therefore Toronto has to be, too, although they're not, like, super close. But I guess, I mean, if Detroit's in the Midwest and Toronto's a four-hour drive, drive. to Detroit, yeah. then I guess I'm close to the Midwest. Yeah, like, it's it's really bizarre how they kind of label these things out. Uh, is there any other bomb that you really like? Because I'm just looking at the, the rankings that I have out right now. Uh, maybe I'll post them if I end up doing a newsletter. Uh, no, I will do it just even a rudimentary newsletter so I can release the final plays and everything like that. And I do want to talk everything through with Tambo from the DraftKings side. But I'm just trying to look at the guy who's lowest on the board who rates out the best for me. Stallings is up there, although he is horrendous from 5 to 10 feet. Streelman. Chesson Hadley. What's, what are Chesson Hadley's odds this week? 150 i was already looking at that yeah i'll do that uh, i'm in one, 160 one, i guess you could get with placings yeah 160 with like placings that. i'm in Jesson hadley 160 was, to one Chuck, i had someone else here no you said kelly crap um i'm afraid you gonna go back to justin justin lower no but right in front of him is malnati yeah, this does feel this this course reeks of Malnati, doesn't it? Yeah. That's all I don't know. If I've got one thing today, it's Malnati, I guess. Do we stick with a guy who's like performing pretty well and it's James Han! Guy's heating up. He heats up and then he cools he, down, and then he heats up again. I mean, you kind of said it. The fact that he is heating up and this event's got so little going for him and there's pretty are, are f- going for it and it feels so random. I don't know. You get 110 with your placings. I don't know what he oh, is. It, it, it actually just auto. It's 130 at DraftKings Sportsbook. You can get him with placings at 125 right now. Okay. So like, well, I joked for four, four seconds about betting no one. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be pretty light but i'm gonna bet a lot of like really ugly things here pat yeah i'm just seems. I- i'm looking at it Oma right might be the, the coolest thing i do okay but you want to bet adam scott too yeah but you i want to bet adam scott i don't know that i will bet adam scott you, you want to do 
Do you want to do James Hahn with me? What did you say? What was the uh, 130? What were you getting replacings? 125. It just, as I clicked on the 110, it was like, it's moved to 125. Would you like to accept changes? Like, those are changes I will accept. I'm no, bit, I am surprised you have not mentioned my face yet. You haven't even looked, have you? I have a big band-aid on it's... my face. I was I was getting into knife fights Honestly, on the weekend. Yeah, I've been staring at the grid. It's fair. Um, Why look at me? My pretty face. Uh yeah, I didn't I didn't see that. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. It kind of blends in better than you would think. Well, that's good news. I'm now happy it's, to hear Now that. it's like I can't miss it. There you go. I'm, then, uh, the only reason I bring it up because I know people will have questions of why I have a band-aid on my face but uh, I had to get something burned off Jeff they were like could well, be they were like could be cancer I was like cancer don't want to know her let's get rid of this <laughs> yeah so it was gone get, get rid of all just, that just things get, get those get those out the window it's important to go for your uh checkups as I, I like sit here, it's been forever. And somebody that's had to deal with things that got caught on a random physical. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Should probably do that more often. What are stalling? Man, Stallings is fucking heating up. Short. Short. Are they? They're too short? Well, he's no, near Fuck, the... he's 50 to 1. I was looking. Yeah. I, I was scrolling through like 175 to try to find Oh, you're like, I haven't seen him yet. Yeah. Keep going lower. <laughs> yeah, no, he's near. Yeah, no, I saw that earlier. All right. Han, um, Han 125, I'm in. Was the last time we saw Stallings, John Deere, he was making a move or yeah, a few he, events ago? He went uh, Travelers. Was it? Uh, he was in the mix at Colonial. I remember that when Burns came back to win. And then he was in the mix at John Deere. Yeah, he was he was fourth at Colonial, eighth at Travelers, and fourth at John Deere. He missed the cut at the U.S. Open and Memorial. Like, you know, of course he did. It's Scott Stallings. But against these, like, jabroni fields, he's been pretty good. Putting well. Interesting. I'll see what his DraftKings price is. I, I, there's no chance I'm going to bet Scott Stallings. If I can bet Keegan at 50 or Scott Stallings at 50, I'll bet on Keegan. Or Webb or whoever. <laughs> I wonder if Kess sent us a one and done yet. I'll go check in. Lee that. Hodges just had a lovely week, did he not? He did. Did have a very good week. He's at 200 to one. I know you kind of keep going. Like, I don't want to fight the fact that what may have led to you having a good week last week isn't exactly what could lead to the good weeks this week. Um, I think Lee but... Hodges, I mean, Hayden Buckley, who I did have a lot of interest in, like, he is legitimately, like, he is becoming. Luke List territory for putting. Like, he has just gone awful. Just like Steel. Like, there are only certain events that I think that you want to use him at. What about Lee Hodges, though? How does he putt? The putt's okay. Like, nothing great, but he's not, like, an abject disaster at the same time. What are his odds? Uh, 200. Yeah, That's been, uh, DraftKings. Yeah, he's been bad on the greens recently, but he has these weird stretches where he has a bunch of bad tournaments in a row and then a bunch of good tournaments in a row. So if you can catch him coming off that, and at least he's making cuts. He missed the cut at the Barbasol, but he had like, he was like 16th last week. The approach play has been fantastic. So where's the off the tee game? That's not a bad one. Good contribution. I like that. Lee Hodges. Gonna, so Hodges and I'm just, waste, I'm just wasting money talking to you here, just betting absolute jabronis. So I'll I'll take my contributions today as Hodges and Malnati, and I'm not going to take credit for potentially going back to Nick Hardy. But yeah, I'll do Hodges. Could be there. There's some some. I, I'm going really low now. You know, you got your. I mean, like Zach Johnson, Luke Donald territory, Pat. No, thank you. Now, now we've gone to a bridge too far. The one thing I did want to ask you is, I mean, we spent very little time talking about the favorites in this tournament, but, I mean, Fino just won as a favorite, as you mentioned. Since K.H. Lee back at the Byron Nelson, we haven't seen a long shot winner, and that's what we're fucking doing this week, wasting our money or betting long shots. I'm going to go with Homa, but is there any, like, do you have any interest in those guys, or just the odds just way too short? No interest. Cantley, pass... Zalatoris, I need give me full field. This is like give me full field. Let me catch it as big as I can. I don't have interest in this. Um Finau, I guess a fanboy, it'll be great for the narrative and and 
backing him, but I if I miss it, I miss like back to back. Good for you, pal. I, I got no interest. DraftKings is home at 14, Pat. I know you mentioned that earlier, but even seeing it, oh man. I mean, we'll give all their yeah, they crush it at sort of the back of market, but that's a that's front of market. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. I think that's a super savvy strategy by whoever sets their lines at DraftKings Sportsbook because the majority of people who are betting on golf are just picking like the two names they know and betting it. Like it was like the Cus brought this up to me when I was golfing with him this week that like it's the old Morenci thing. It's like I don't care if Justin Thomas is five to one; he's five to one. Those are great odds. It's like no, they're not. But there are people that just think like that. Well. And this is always like part of it too is like people who bet are like five to one is great. Like, like Morenci bets everything five to one's amazing. Golf betters, what did Tony hit at this week? Like 10, 12 to one? I think, I think he was 14, maybe. Okay. Um, you know, sometimes like, oh, like you scoff it, like, oh, 14 to one, psh, you, you like bet golf. Psh. Like, whatever, that's easy. No, it's no, it's not. And but as I always joke, you hit like that first touchdown at 14 to one on Thursday night football. You're getting paraded around Twitter, Pat. Yeah, I'm like it's some incredible <laughs> accomplishment. It's true. Like I'm looking at it right now uh, in terms of, yeah, Tony was 14 in the market last week. And I'm looking at the simulator odds that we had. Uh, in terms yeah. of Fantasy National, uh, Hideki actually had the highest percentage in terms of winning, and Tony was second. But, like, Tony's – and this is just a, a simulation. He wins 42 of 1,000 times, which makes his 14-to-1 odds – I mean, they're close, but his true value would have been, like, 24-to-1 based on the simulations last week, which, I mean, that's a 33% difference in the number. It's a big, it's a big part. Now, if you had bet it, you're happy. You got it at fucking fourteen to one. It's like when I bet Rory, when I bet Rory in Canada and won and bet him at eleven to one or whatever it was. When I looked at his true odds, they were like sixteen and a half to one. I was like, fuck it, I think Rory's gonna win, so I bet on him. Like I, I do get why you do it. I do it sometimes too. But at the top of this market in a putting contest, it's like, that's a bit trickier to me. I totally agree as my devices are tilting me because they're telling me I'm not located where I live and I have to be located where I live to make this, to make a, to make a bet. It's, uh, I actually was watching a Marenzi stream the other day. He like almost threw his computer because it wasn't geo, geo locating him and it wasn't allowing him to bet. If you know, Marenzi's literally trying to bet as like an event is starting. It's just losing his mind amazing entertainment cam is like howling on the other side look i can watch those two do anything just fantastic content I, I'm, I'm all in on that <laughs> uh let's go over and I, I mean i don't want to talk about bedminster all that much but it starts on friday for live this week uh i mean we should drafting sportsbook has the best in market in terms of number we're all betting bryson i bet bryson at 11 you bet him at 14 you doubled him with like everyone uh, yeah, I made some even CFL parlays that hit Jesus. on the weekend because places had them out early. Uh, I think anything in your life, you should take your 100 to 1 long shots and add Bryson to it. Why not? I, mean, I think Bryson's I, I, I going to win. I, I can tell you why not. That if no, you, that's if you... a, I'm, I, I'm joking. But every aspect of my life, like, I don't know, Charger Super Bowl odds are too low. Make a little Bryson bet. Make a little Bryson bet. I, I'm in. I am so gonna be overexposed on Bryson this week. I shouldn't even lay a cent in Detroit. It is Bryson and it is Patty Reed um, for me in Bedminster. But I am fully on board with athlete slash entertainer Bryson DeChambeau. Um, the system tried to conspire against us. We wouldn't talk about this. But yeah, I bet Bryce. I bet Henny uh, Duplessis at forty-five to one with top five each way as well. That's all the time I really want to spend on this, to tell you the truth. Like, I don't... I'll tune in for a little bit, but I just don't really care. <laughs> yeah, it starts on Friday. I mean, you gotta... Just want great start. Hold on, day two. Finish strong. I don't I don't know what else to say. I don't... Uh, I think Barkley would be huge for them, Pat. And this shows the impact of this, this uh, live... In that they're like, if they're going to be able to steal him from TNT, they're not just messing with golf. They're messing with um, sports that are way more popular because if someone showed me a graph on the weekend, like worldwide, 
golf on TV like does worse than rugby and cricket and you know. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I, I no. This this is this is a hundred percent the case. Like uh, even yeah. comparing like the Masters audience in terms of TV viewing to like, Wimbledon's, and all of a sudden you have like Wimbledon's like three times what the Masters is going to be, and that's just like in Great Britain alone. It's just and I mean, but tennis is only big in certain places, just like golf, but it's a bit more worldwide. But the connection between golf and everything else, rich people who like to do it so if you're ever going to get in with any of this stuff the advertisers coming along if you can establish yourself as being credible are pretty high-end investors into the brand so i mean tennis does follow along those same lines too i'm actually shocked they didn't do this with tennis and not golf it seems far more economical to be like hey novak here's 300 million dollars you're on our tour now yeah tennis uh makes sense um maybe they'll want to do do it in the nba with basketball no you can't do it in the nba all right, continued technical difficulties, but only at this one part. Interesting stuff. Anyway, let's move on to the quick picks and one and done. I came in here with no bets, and now I have like an entire card full of bets. So here's what I got. I got Bryson at 11 and Henny at 45 with the each way on the live. And then I have Homa at 27, Davis, Cam Davis, at 50 to 1. Alex Smalley, 66 with the each way. Goddard, 75 with the each way. Those are the four below 100. And then I took three shots above 100. Hadley, 160. Han! at 125 and lee hodges at 150 all with top five placements who you got uh homa 27 i'm looking at adam scott going farther back up the board pat i i think i could see myself back on nick hardy ties 90 plus uh i'm seeing right now and over 100 you've got me feeling hadley um Malnati Hodges I'm gonna look at Han but I've already mentioned three and Reed and Bryson over at live and I'm excited for for Henrik Stenson's presser why you let live live just so rent free in your head it's unbelievable no I like it. I'm not even against live I like the press conferences are more entertaining than the golf yeah it's probably true you think I'm not even, yeah, no, I, that's, and I like that other side of it. Um, I've been pretty transparent. I never cared about Saudi money. I'm just a spoiled North American sports fan who's like sad that the game is going to be fractured. Um, that's all. They're at their infancy and they're going to land some whales. Uh, and this is going to be a great subfield entertainment as long as they plan their schedule properly. And I hope they don't want to pick on Canada in in next season but as long as they pick their schedule properly i'm excited i gotta bet on bryson bryson and reader on my tv i'm gonna watch we'll say this and put me on the clock like give me 60 seconds because i'll do a rant i don't want to get long-winded i've done this before it's surprising how effective i can be when you clock me so if you want to start a clock start it right now i had already started you're down to 52 seconds they're truly big as all right, Jeff, we got cut off, so continue your rant. I'm going to give you 57 seconds on the clock. Go. Okay, I'm not really sure where it got cut just off. Just start from the beginning, going... like I told you. I just told you to start from the beginning. <laughs> uh, the PGA Tour, or, or Liv's biggest failure, is they didn't include charity in any of this. Charity is such a big part of golf. The PGA Tour's made maybe a con of it, but they've put it out there and people have accepted it. These players run amazing foundations. They do incredible work. Bryson's the only guy to say, I'm building this, I'm building that, I'm giving to this, I'm giving to that. If the Saudis want to give us money or people money and they want to give it back to the American people in ways that the government is so fucked up, like at a grassroots level, these guys can do more than their own governments. And each of these teams should be attached to charities. That's all. There's so much money. They should be just showing off more like it's common sense pr 101 101 use the money the saudis are giving you to do things your own government is too fucking inept to do to help people in your community and people will support this thing so much more or at least how do they bash it you don't like the saudis well we're taking their money and we're giving it to kids and people in need in my backyard who gives a shit but the saudis you kept it underneath the 57 seconds. That's pretty good. You got a one and done? Because I'm betting it. And you people go before me. 
I'll give you home, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. You're not going to take him. I, I'm taking home. You taking him? Yeah, I'm taking home. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was bad last week, so you have the upper hand. I like to just take a guy I'm going to bet. So give me Nick Hardy. I suck. All right. Cust actually win, won last week with Adam Long, I think. Um, but he still remains in third place. You're winning after Cam Smith. Yeah, you're up by 900K. So I need to find a winner somewhere along here, hopefully, for my bank. That next cup's big, though. Like, that can flip. Like, it's right. Yeah, you're right. Let's get out of here. I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. If you want to know who Cuss took as a one and done, subscribe to the newsletter. I'll have it in there. I'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.